Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hello, it's episode 261 of Where the Heavenly Bodies Are with your host, Chapeau Claudette, aka Claudette, because I love clouds and looking up. And today I am coming to you on the 16th of September 2019. The time is 5.55 p.m. GMT time, which makes it 12.55 Eastern Standard Time. So, I just want to go through where the heavenly bodies are first. On the ascendant, the horizon, we have Capricorn rising. It's 15 degrees and 7 arch minutes of Capricorn. Next constellation space, we have Neptune, which is retrograde. It's been there for a while. It is currently at 19 degrees and 22 arch minutes. Next we have our observing of the Chiron, the asteroid, the comet, the whatever. It is at 12 degrees of Pisces retrograde and 11 arch minutes. Uh, More importantly we have our transiting moon that moves a degree about every two and a half minutes. It is currently at 29 degrees and 12 arch minutes of Pisces. It still has about 7 degrees to go. And this is considered, uh, got a notification, avoid a moon time because it's at the end of the constellation. Meaning it won't get to make a major aspect to another heavenly body before it moves away from that energy. Which in a way makes sense. You imagine it's had interaction with Chiron or it's had squares or whatever in the energy space it's in. First it comes with its own energy as the moon would with Cancer with water element. And then it's in a waterman element but more of a dreamy waterman element more that's trying to kind of look outside the box. And it had also the full moon in the air energy. So now that it's been really emancipated in this Pisces and um, aligned with that part of the sky it will have like remnants of these interactions especially I would think with with, um, Neptune and the full moon cuss and Pisces really that full moon energy Um, and now it's going to change energies and it's not going to connect with any other planet it connected with um, Jupiter and Pluto quite strong planets Um, Pluto by a square by a challenging aspect and Sagittarius and Pluto with a favorable easy aspect um with jupiter we like that and so because it is 
you know, subtracting. So they consider when it's approaching, it's approaching the conjunction or the degree which it is the strongest. But once it reaches where it's approaching, it's subtracting because it's leaving that area. So it's really in the build up and being at that place at the moment that the real interaction is taking place as it is um, meshing with that energy. And as soon as it um, leaves, it's still meshing with that energy, but it's kind of like um, moving in that space of retrospective, you know, like, okay, what was that about? It's kind of like when you go see a film and, you know, you get excited before you go see the film, you prepare to go to the film. And uh, once you're there, you're there in the moment. And then after you might think about what it was like to be there, but it's not like you're going to go back and see the film right away, right? So you have, but you, the film is still with you. And so that energy is still with us before it then changes into a fire energy of Aries. And I have the, I believe it's only normal because we have a heavenly body at the beginning of nap, of the Aries and it, the moon will m make a connection to it, then that will color the energy very much so because it's happening at the beginning of the constellation. So, yes, we have um, the moon at 29 degrees of Pisces and 12 arch minutes, like I said. And um, sometime tonight, I should post it on the AKA cloud that it will be leaving and going into Aries and then going to be conjunct at some point of Uranus. And I find that interesting to observe. Next, we have north node which is also known as rahu and it is at 12 14 degrees sorry of gemini and 29 arch minutes then we have mars at 30 degrees of leo and 28 arch minutes the more or less the last energy that's going to be in um the leo same goes with the Leo. A lot of the personal planets have been in Leo all this time and been conjuncting each other, like the dance between the Sun and the Mercury and then between Venus and Mercury and then Venus and the Sun. It's like been really intense creatively and, you know, inspiring in that sense. Um, and it's definitely made a passionate person out of me. And now we're coming into the Virgo um, energy, the Earth energy, and something totally different. And so it is kind of interesting to kind of acknowledge that gear change. Um, do acknowledge and appreciate that Venus and Mercury has gone ahead. So it's, you know, going to be in um, Virgo from the 12th until the 20th. Oh, I'm so dozed off there. For <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be, um, yeah, going into 
um, the sun's going to go into Virgo tomorrow. It's currently, let's tell it, 35 degrees and 12 arch minutes of Leo. And Leo has about 36 arch minutes. I have it somewhere. But I did put a timer um, on this. It's uh, for tomorrow, the 17th that the moon will go into Taurus and it'll take a little time. Like I said, it's been integrating with a lot of energies in Leo. So um, it will be, you know, keeping space for those things as it slowly moves into Virgo, moves into the earth energy, carrying its fire and its lessons with it. So um, let's see what an explosive, interesting time it can be um i just say i learned that we are only 12 percent of earth and our earth as well so uh since we're in earth energy now let's ground ourselves more let's take some time out to hug a tree or get within nature that is a really good thing for us to do okay then next we have Venus at 8 degrees of Virgo. As I said, it's there already in 31 arch minutes. And next to it is Mercury at 9 degrees of Virgo and 59 arch minutes, which means it's almost 10 degrees of Virgo. Then we have Jupiter at a full grip. I'm so happy it's moving along because I have some things in a full grip. Let's see if it has a yeah so that's really cool I think um then we have the benevolent planet Jupiter in a focus at 8 degrees of 32 arch minutes I think I said that and then we have this conjunction that's gonna happen is it gonna happen yes it's gonna happen I don't know when, but saying it might even make it happen. Kate Bush, thank you. Okay, so um, we have Saturn retrograde at 17 degrees of Sagittarius and 23 arch minutes. And in between uh, Pluto, which is at 24 degrees and 11 arch minutes of Leo, we have K2, which is the south node. Yeah, and they're all retrograde. So they're kind of like moving, um, like tug of warish between each other because, you know, Saturn's moving away. It's gonna go sixteen, and um, but Pluto's following it. It's gonna go sixteen as well, you know. But that's kind of like in this new kind of rec kind of um, concepts of how the energies interact and especially in the Sagittarius uh, space so K2 is the south node and it is in between kind of the disciplinarian Saturn and Pluto unusual events so what that brings I hope not so horrible <laughs> you know we can we need to take control of it Especially because it's the Earth um, energy. Oh, it's going to be squaring. Let's see. Sun. All those things in Leo. 
Yeah, it was, oh no, it's going to be trying. Right. So because um, it was trying in the Sagittarius, then it's going to slowly um, probably square because Earth and fire don't get along so well. And they have to give each other space to express themselves, really. But the... But the good thing is the personal energy, like the personal planets, are in Virgo. They're strong together. And the kind of outer planets that aren't so personal are the ones in Sagittarius. And um, they won't have kind of a clearer, kind of definite um, effect, maybe, on how you're thinking. And that's really, my dears... Oh, I should leave it.